0: This is News Talk. I'm going to start with the Irish Times and its headline Dublin Local Authorities buy 13 out of 460 homes with tenants. Just 13 homes out of 460 offered to Dublin Local Authorities by landlords exiting the market were bought in recent months under the tenant in situ scheme, figures obtained by the Irish Times show. Under the scheme restored by Minister for Housing Dara O'Brien last April, councils are empowered to buy homes offered by landlords who are selling up and where their tenants uh, is in receipt of the Housing Assistant Payment or the Rental Accommodation Scheme and uh, since Monday's announcement that the eviction ban would not be extended the Tenant-in-Situ Scheme has been cited by both Taoiseach Leo Varadkar and Mr O'Brien as a key mechanism to protect the poorest households from homelessness in the event of termination notices they say 1500 homes will be bought under it uh, this year an interesting poll on the uh, or study rather on the front of the Irish Times DUP voters value power sharing more than scrapping pot. Protocol. The DUP has no mandate from its voters for sacrificing the power-sharing institutions in order to scrap the Northern Ireland Protocol. That's according to a new academic study of the North's voters in last year's Assembly elections. The findings of the detailed survey suggest that Protestant voters are opposed to scrapping the Northern Ireland Protocol if it means the end of the power-sharing institutions among 2022 Assembly election voters of the DUP, TUV and UUP. There was no firm consensus in opposition to the protocol and power-sharing. The study's authors write these parties therefore do not have a strong mandate from their voters to adopt a hardline anti-protocol anti-power sharing position well I think if you're elected on an anti-protocol platform that suggests you have support but anyway it's an interesting study and an analysis of the uh, votes and views of uh, Protestant voters in the North uh, given what and we're waiting for that decision from the DUP on whether they will support the Windsor framework which now should replace the protocol the Irish Examiner record five, 4,555 calves slaughtered. Uh, farmers have expressed surprise after coming under attack from Junior Agriculture Minister Pippa Hackett over the record slaughter of calves in recent days. Ms. Hackett condemned the slaughter of thousands of young dairy calves, claiming it's damaging public perceptions of the sector. Uh, the Department of Agriculture has confirmed that a record 4,556 calves were slaughtered in the week ending Sunday, March 5th, and the number of category uh, calves which refers to bovine slaughtered from the day of birth until the day they are eight months old, have increased dramatically in recent years. Also on the front page of the Examiner, they focus on teachers and professionals being priced out of homes. A Limerick schoolteacher who will lose her home after the government's decision to lift the eviction ban this week. So the horrors of renting in Ireland mean that even professionals are now priced out of the market. And that story features in all the papers in terms of the, the housing market and the impact of the eviction ban. The Irish Independent, um, an interesting photograph of the winter uh, scenes gripping the country uh, on the front page there with a bus that uh, went off the road. It also, uh, its main story is high value investment fraud targets victims' life savings. So we had it in the news bulletin. An increasing number of retirees are being targeted in sophisticated scams where international fraudsters are seeking investments of upwards of €20,000. Irish banks have warned the fraudsters are targeting the over 55s with increasingly elaborate scams claiming to be part of reputable investment firms and swindling people often out of their life savings. The Banking and Payments Federation of Ireland's fraud smart unit has warned customers about these scams and that story leads the front of the Irish Independent. The Irish Daily Mail. Refugees in tents as snow batters the country Around 60 refugees had to sleep in tents overnight due to a severe shortage of accommodation as temperatures plunged and snow battered the country. The Irish Daily Mail has learned roughly 60 international protection applicants were in the tent of the accommodation in County Clare because the government has nowhere else to put them and Fianna Fáil TD for Clare Crow Crow has condemned the situation as immoral and unethical. So that's the story that leaves the Irish Daily Mail. The Herald and a number of tabloids uh, lead with the story on the attack in London on the former Dublin mayor. Uh, Racist mob battered us just for being Irish. That's the former Lord Mayor of Dublin, Neil Ring. And he's told how he and his son Emmett were subjected to a racially motivated attack while attending a football match in London on Tuesday. And they have a picture of him on the front of the paper and where he suffered facial injuries and that. Uh, London racist attack is the front of the Irish Daily Star. F off back to Ireland, you pigs is uh, what is the headline there and what was presumably shouted at the uh, Lord Mayor as he was attacked. The Irish Daily Mirror, well, its a lead story is back to the housing crisis and an, uh, another eviction story. Uh, grandmother, my eviction hell. Uh, a grandmother has spoken of her fears of becoming homeless after the government's decision to lift the eviction ban. Uh, the distraught uh, Paul, distraught Paula Byrne house uh, has been told she must now move out of her two bedroom apartment by the end of the month as she had lived in her home uh, in County Kildare for the past seven years with a young uh, relative. So that's the lead story on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. And then the Irish Sun has a story about Jerry Ryan's partner says she spoke to the star from beyond the grave through a medium, and that's the lead story on the Irish Sun. Uh, inside the papers, there are a few stories that uh, caught the eye. Uh, inside the Examiner, the student union president feared racist backlash to short film about her life. The president of the Irish Second Level Students Union said she feared a backlash after the airing of a film which highlighted uh, some of the racism she has experienced. Kathleen Faye Maniti from Donegal was born in the Philippines, moving to Ireland with her parents when she was four years old. The 19-year-old was elected as head of the student-led secondary school body last year and she took office in July. A powerful five-minute film released this week charts Kathleen's journey to becoming ISSU president and how she overcame her fears of isolation and racism to win her seat. She spoke to the Irish examiner and she said that she felt very vulnerable when the film opened at the conference centre on Wednesday, International Women's Day. She was speaking in the wake of a series of anti-asylum protests and that have taken place in several parts of the country in recent months as more than 80,000 refugees and asylum seekers have fled to Ireland. And she told the paper, she was scared when I first saw the film for the first time. It was showing Vulnerability. That is another side of me that people don't know much about. I remember I started crying. So an interesting um, take, take there in a view from um, the president of the Irish Second Level Students Union page 5 of the uh, Herald. uh, Dead people used in housing gripes. A senior housing official has accused residents associations of misrepresenting the views of neighbours and even counting dead people to boost the size of their support. While Paul Hogan, chief planner at the Department of Housing, was defending proposed changes to the rules for taking legal challenges against planning decisions, he said in his own experience in local authorities it wasn't uncommon for people to misrepresent the views of certain residents to speak on their behalf when they wouldn't necessarily agree, he told an Anarokta's housing committee in other situations to speak on behalf of vacant houses where it was understood that could be another person who agreed with them, also deceased people, which caused great offence in some instances. RSV vaccines to protect infants and over-60s may be here by next winter. The first vaccines to protect infants and older adults from getting seriously ill from the potentially life-threatening RSV could be available before the start of next winter. Uh, In a media media briefing, Pfizer said that one of the vaccines will be administered to expectant mothers in the second to third trimester of pregnancy. And that story is on page 8 of the Irish Independent in The next up is the Irish Times and inside there, a the senior SEIA official plays down the need for thousands of EV chargers. A senior official from the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland has played down the need for hundreds of thousands of public chargers for electric vehicles around the country. Declan Mealy, the organisation's director of transport, told the Dawes Public Account Committee that 80% of charging will take place at home. He said public chargers are needed for just a splash for a couple of minutes to allow people to get home uh, where they will do most of the charging while they sleep. Another story now in the front of the uh, rather inside uh, the Irish Times it's on page 5 uh, UK amends visa waiver plans for non-Irish EU citizens crossing the border. So this was a controversial measure that was being introduced and the UK government has dropped plans to require non-Irish EU citizens living in the Republic to apply for a US-style visa waiver scheme when crossing the border. And finally, just a a quick note, John Downing writes in the Irish Independent, testing the temperature of those colour-coded weather warnings, the yellow wind warning, stop that sniggering down at the back, he said, was my first cue to begin doubting the value of this carry-on for yellow wind, read windy day, an experience not unheard of In these climbs. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.